Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Do not annoy people a good rule for life and one that social media hasn't learned but it will just make your life easier. What you definitely don't want to do if you're running a wrestling company is rub your top stars up the wrong way because eventually they may leave you. I mean, how many times have we seen that? So I am signed for What Culture. Remember to hold doors open for the person behind you and subscribe. And this is 10 wrestlers who were insulted by WWE roles they were offered. Number 10, The Undertaker. Mark Calloway was employed by WWE for so long, there was always going to be some bad times, but in the mid-90s, man, this was out of control. Given his dead man persona, The Undertaker was constantly put up against monster after monster, leading to a string of matches that were not good. In fact, they were pretty bad. The Phenom once cornered Bruce Pritchard backstage about all of this, and that didn't work, because soon afterwards, he was feuding with Mabel and the giant Gonzalez. That last one is particularly good because it came after Taker had seen Yokozuna in the ring and asked Vince McMahon to let them go at it. We would get there eventually, but beforehand, he had to take on a really tall guy who wore a hairy suit. And if you don't know what that means, please just leave it. Believe you me, it is not worth your time. Number nine, The Revival. FTR are a great tag team. Not sure anybody could argue that, and it's a reason their time in WWE turned sour. We all know that Vinnie Mac isn't the biggest supporter of tag wrestling, so when you have two people who want to dedicate themselves to that craft, well, Houston, we have a problem. So whereas the then Revival wanted legendary feuds against the New Day and the Usos, WWE decided Usi Hot would be a better idea. Yep. It's all Jimmy and Jay sneak into their rival's dressing room and rub this spicy cream all over the place, leaving Cash and Dax to roll around screaming how hot it was. It's a WrestleMania-worthy storyline. It just told these guys that their future was not in WWE, hence why they tried to get out of their contracts constantly. And look what happened when they did. Smashed it. I wonder why. Number 8, John Cena. Go and listen to Edge on his second appearance on Talk is Jericho. He straight up says, The reason the Nexus angle at SummerSlam 2010 was so nuts is because John Cena went to bat for his own desires. Now, I like Mr. Cena, but this was not the right decision. Because for some reason, John went to management and said this pack of rookies should not be allowed to win, and therefore they didn't. Cena basically dispatched of all of them on this night, and that was that. They were done. Both the Rated R Superstar and Jericho agreed this was not the correct call, but clearly they didn't wield the power of a man who can't be seen. This one really was stupid though. At the very least, Wade Barrett could have come out the other side as a major player, maybe a couple of others too. Instead now, they've pretty much all left the company 
So this was really smart. Number seven, Owen Hart. A horrible story to hear now with the power of hindsight, but Owen Hart knew how he saw life. Wrestling was great and all, but it was nothing next to his family. So when he was pitched a love triangle angle between himself, Jeff Jarrett, and Deborah, he said no. He didn't want his kids to go through anything at school. It was not worth it. Hart outwardly refused to even discuss it, but more than aware of how wrestling politics work, when the next pitch came down the line, he felt obliged to say yes. This, of course, was the blue blazer, and we know how that went. The worst part is Owen had made it clear to his nearest and dearest he wasn't entirely okay with being lowered from the ceiling at Over the Edge 1999, and it will just break your heart to think about it now still don't understand what WWE was thinking. Number six, Bob Backlund. If you go back to the rise of Hulk Hogan in the 80s, sooner or later you will find a bunch of pictures and videos where the Hulkster is stood next to Bob Backlund. It was Vince McMahon essentially ushering out the old school and introducing the new, but one person was not happy about this, and naturally that was Bob. He was not pleased that someone with such little technical prowess was replacing him, and even told Ring Rust Radio in 2016 that he wasn't the only one, and many wrestlers at the time weren't fond of Hogan's outside activities, as he put it. In short, the old guard didn't think Hulk would be a good representation of the business, and man, that didn't help them. Backland was beaten easily by the Iron Sheik in 1983, who in turn dropped the title to Hogan, and Bob would then leave the WWF entirely and wouldn't be back till 1992. The lesson we have all learned? Do not cross the bus. Number 5, Dean Ambrose. I mean, where the flub do we even start? This has been so well documented, there's no arguing it, and quite frankly, the then Dean Ambrose was miserable in WWE as they gave him daft storyline after daft storyline. McMahon essentially saw him as somewhat of a goof, or the lunatic fringe, whereas the future John Moxley wanted to be a totally different guy. While I actually thought that Ambrose handled a lot of this dumb stuff quite well, there is no debate here. Mox is by far the better character and one that has gone on to be a genuine ratings draw. People believe in that guy. The 26th of November 2018 Raw was a real coming to heads with this as Dean had to bend over and take an injection in his ass to let fans know he didn't want their germs. And I'm pretty sure that's also the day he decided to count down until he could get the hell out of there. There's a reason Mox has promised to never work anywhere again that doesn't give him creative freedom, which all but says that he'll never go back to WWE. Before CM Punk. How mad would you have been if you were CM Punk in 2011? You'd broken through the glass ceiling, got over with the fans, hit a home run with the pipe bomb promo, and still management was like, meh, we ain't sure. I mean, what else was he meant to do? There were certainly good moments afterwards, including that record-breaking WWE title reign, but that ended at the Royal Rumble, and by the time we got to the following year's WrestleMania, he was told, oh, you gotta lose to Triple H now, and he didn't want to do that. So he didn't. He decided to go home for his mental and physical health after the Rumble because he knew what this defeat would mean. It would be right back to a position he had successfully elevated himself from. I tell you, it must drive you nuts. Number three, Razor Ramon. Scott Hall wasn't massively bothered about any kind of particular storyline in 1996. His major beef with Vince McMahon was what was stopping his character from reaching the next level, which of course would equal more money. Razor Ramon wanted to get his. So when he asked the boss what he could do, he was rather surprised when he was told nothing. That's right. There was nothing more he could do because McMahon was beyond pleased with his work, which basically told Hall that he had hit his ceiling and Vince didn't see him breaking through it. The result was Scott leaving for WCW and as he had said, if Vince had just told him more was coming, he likely would have stayed. In retrospect, Vince McMahon probably should have just done that. Number two, Chris Jericho. 
Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens was probably the best feud in WWE in 2017. It had twist turns, a lot of stupid hats. It was just entertaining and both guys knew it. So when Jericho found out that at WrestleMania they were going to go on second, he was not pleased. It was doubly bad because according to Chris, he had been told they'd be battling over the Universal title. So this was a slap in the face as far as he was concerned. Oh, how far they'd fallen. Brock versus Goldberg took that spot and Jericho took this as the McMahon's telling him that he had a role that was never going to change. It was enough for him to stop going back for another run with WWE, go to New Japan, help launch AEW, and basically reinvigorate his whole career. And I don't mean to repeat myself, but this sounds like another time Vince should probably have just gone and given the guy what he wanted i mean the trouble he could have saved himself number one steve austin i mean what was bigger than this the wwe's biggest star deciding he wasn't going to hang around anymore because he felt like the creative team were dropping the ball Seriously, if you weren't around, the headlines this made. In short, in June 2002, the Rattlesnake was told he would be losing to Brock Lesnar in a random King of the Ring qualifying match on Raw. Austin thought this was ridiculous as Lesnar was the next big thing, so the money was in the build and a pay-per-view fight. Let's not muck around here. He was right. And I get the other side of this, that you have to do what your boss tells you, but there's plenty of evidence to suggest this wasn't done with the best intentions. Weeks earlier, Steve had called into WWF's Bite This Show and said live on air he was wasn't happy with how he was being booked and i get everybody does this nowadays but back then it was a revelation you can see where he was coming from too he had been in that lackluster nwo food at wrestlemania 18 and come out the other side feeling like nobody knew what to do with him wouldn't surprise me if austin started to feel like his time was up either way stone cold was disenchanted and decided not to come to raw and the fallout from this it's still kind of amazing that mcmahon and austin were ever able to shake hands make up and move on although do not forget vince did find steve hundreds of thousands of dollars Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. 
Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.